Welcome to where the furniture isn't always the best, but them views, they are amazing. Welcome ladies and gentlemen to the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. I am your moderator B. Jones and I'm sitting here with my guy Solo Dolo. Coach K, what's happening? What's going on? What's happening out there? Man, it's cold as ice. I had some other choice words, but I'm gonna keep it clean. Try to what's, anyway. What's the uh what's the temperature? Man, it was 15 degrees when I got up this morning. Yeah. I was at 10 o'clock. Yeah, I remember you only a couple hours away from me. Yeah, yeah, so, I know you're used to it. Yep. Yep. So same, 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 same. Yeah, nah, man. This is not the life. I'm in St. Uh, Louis or been in St. Louis this week. Are you getting snow tomorrow? It's, I know it's snowing here. Is it snowing there? Tomorrow, and it's either tomorrow or Saturday. We had to do some prep for whatever crazy storm is coming. Yeah, it's tomorrow, it's tomorrow going into Saturday. Please say it's tomorrow evening. It is tomorrow evening. It starts at like 3 o'clock. Okay, God willing, I'll be on the 1230 flight up out of here. Oh, there you go. Good for you. When are you supposed to come back? Uh, the 27th, I'll be here that oh. week. And then the first week of February... Depending on how stuff goes, I'll probably be here sometime after that. They chugging along over there at Ballpark Village, though. Yeah, so how was the – is this your first time? This isn't your first time in St. Louis. You've been there one time before, right? I've been here several times before. Um, I started – the first time I came was in March. Uh, we did the model room. And then I've been here periodically throughout the project because we have um, a really good subcontractor. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm kind of been managing it virtually. And mm -hmm. then just fly in, check progress or whatever, see whatever I need to see and get up out of here. Um, but yeah, St. Louis is pretty cool, though. I've always been downtown. Um, I actually got to get into, I guess, a little bit more of the city where the culture is. Right. Because I saw a jazz lounge that I'm going to try to hit over, I guess, somewhere near where Sweetie Pies is. That's another local establishment. Good comfort food is what they called it. Okay. Is it what we call soul food in the South? Yes, that's that's what we call soul okay. food in the South. All right. Uh, pretty good, too. Not too salty. Um, full of sugar. The peach cobbler was amazing, though. So if you're in St. Louis and uh, you want some good comfort food, <laughs> hit up uh, Sweetie Pies. Sweetie Pies. Nice. Um, have, have you had any ribs, though? I have. I went to Pappy's. I've been to... Another establishment whom I can't remember the name, but it's in downtown somewhere. And like the line is legit like a club wrapped around the corner at lunchtime. Mm -hmm. um, I went there one time and they were out of everything. Um, but the ribs at Pappy's were better than the ones that I got from that other establishment. Whose name you can't remember. Yeah. And Which, that's pro probably why. That's why you don't remember it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But, okay. The last right. time I got the brisket, though, brisket was, uh, well, actually, this past Tuesday, I got the brisket from uh, from Pappy's. Pretty good. It was pretty good? The brisket is good. They barbecue sauces. I like Mission. Because uh, Mission's yeah. Mission come out, you don't need barbecue sauce. But if you want some, they got some, uh, they have better variety. Uh, right. This place, you got to mix two of them together, and it gives it the perfect uh, blend. Okay. Well, if, if, if you... Um, you know, you need to let me know when you're going to be able, if while you're in the Midwest, if you get a chance to sneak over here, um, I want to do another brisket because um, I haven't done one on the new grill yet. So 
you know, I, I know how you like to taste test, so. <laughs> I got to get approval, man. Chris, if you're listening, uh, we got about two weeks to make this happen. I mean, I can fly in, stay over the weekend, catch, uh, catch a rental car to Chicago and hang out with Kay right. and get some good food and come on back and go to work. Right. Yeah, or or you could wait until um, your last week there. No, we can't wait that long. I'm going to try this brisket out soon. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But you can come off. Well, it all depends. It all depends, man. You could come on Friday and then just catch a flight home from O'Hare. We're going to talk about it. I'm going to add it to the list of things uh, to discuss when I get back. But yeah. yeah. So tell me about your crazy week, bro. Cause you, you landed and it seems like from the time you walked off the plane, craziness hit you. So. <laughs> Man. So it was crazy because one, when you're managing a project virtually, everything sounds good. People can send you all the BS that they want to send you. And you know, they can sugarcoat this and say that, and you just kind of take it for what it is. And then when you get on site and you're not familiar with a project site, you just kind of, you know, just been managing the install. There's all different kinds of intricacies. You don't really know what's been happening. You kind of have word of mouth knowledge. And then on top of that, I, when I came in, I got some additional things added to the plate, stuff that wasn't even in, you know, my, my scope of work. So I get here and I got to kind of just figure stuff out on the fly. And, you know, dealing with a hotel that's in their pre-opening phase. So they got a bunch of occupational supplies and equipment running around. We trying to get the back of house offices installed and ready for the sales team and marketing and the GMs and stuff. And that install came off the rails a little bit for whatever reasons that I won't go into. Uh, So figuring out a way to get them in a good position to actually work in the space that they're in on top of managing the hotel install or guest rooms and stuff, which is what I'm actually here for whatever. It's crazy. And what is almost mind boggling is that there's always something that happens, you know, like what is it? Murphy's law, everything that yep. can go wrong. Anything go that wrong. can will. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, that hap- tends to happen and it's, it's crazy because it's always this one little thing that somebody either forgets to do or did, you know, halfway or something just happens that just slips through the cracks and then it becomes this huge ordeal. So we had several of those pop up as I was here. And when you get this close to opening, when the hotel is opening February 27th, you got to figure out how to get certain things in that are typically coming from overseas. Mm. You know, how you get them in and installed in time, you know, that's, that's crazy. So it's a lot of running around, man. Um, I think that sometimes people who haven't been in the position but kind of manage it from a level higher than mine might take for granted what goes on on the ground and how you may be in one spot and somebody calls you to do something in another spot and you're basically just going back and forth between different requests and the things that you have on your list to check off and make sure are done right. It turns into a crazy week. And then on top of that, you know, managing whatever day-to-day stuff you got or you know, trying to get in phone time with the family or uh, talk to the kids before they go to sleep. You know, days turn into nights, turn into early mornings, turn into the next day really, really quickly. Um, And that's basically what it was all week. Um, And that the first night I was here, 
one of the things that really hit me, um, and it was almost by surprise, but I caught it, was the thought of like feeling guilty for not accomplishing something or struggling with a confidence level of like, yeah, I actually like did some shit. Like I, I made a lot of things happen. So, you know, somebody asked for something that may, I may have forgotten to do. As a matter of fact, it was one situation where I missed an email where there was a, a request of me and I missed the, the email response. So I didn't do it. And so I get on a recap call and they're asking me about that thing that they emailed me about that I didn't see. And I didn't have an answer. I, all I could say was, you know, I'll check it and get back to you. But for me, one, not having the answer was almost like the end of the world because it's like, oh, I didn't fail. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's like, you know, I take that way more personally than anything because I, I've set this in my head where I got to be perfect. Like, I can't mess up. Like, I don't need to mess up at all. Um, and I noticed it then and I've noticed it in the past and I've been trying to be a lot better about controlling that feeling because for one, it's nonsense. We as individuals, especially in our respective fields, and when we get to a level of, you know, expertise, know or should know that we're doing a hell of a job most of the time, if not all of the time. And that's one thing that I got to remind myself of because I put in a lot of hours. I do a lot of prep work. I, I communicate with a lot of different people and make a lot of different things happen. So for one thing to fall through the crack that I didn't even notice or see, it's like, okay, Brett, that's really not the end of the world. And you really can't beat, beat yourself up about it. Right. You know and um, I don't know, like, that piece of it, it really caught me off guard, but I just talked through it, you know, a little bit with Chris um, and then found myself realizing that, hey, you know, I did do, you know, pretty damn good today. I deserve this Chilean mm -hmm. sea bass that I'm eating right now. So let me go <laughs> ahead and enjoy this meal and look at the winds and not worry about this one thing that I got to make sure I check first thing in the morning. Right. So. All right, let's start breaking down this this whole week, right? Because there's so many things that um, you dropped in your workspace that people are going through in their workspace and more so in their personal space. Um, so let's start where you said that people are man managing virtually um, and they can make you believe anything. Mm -hmm. That's the first one, right? Because right now, especially this time of the year with New Year's resolutions and affirmations and this and that. Assertions. Assertions, right. We manage virtually saying that we're going to bring this thought and this idea, right? And we go and we tell all these people and they think, oh, man, this is going to be their, their best year ever, right? Mm -hmm. But they never take action on it, right? And that's what happened to you this week. You got to the point of where all right, now it's time for action. So everything that you've been managing virtually, let's see what that actually looks like in action. And now you start to find the things that are missteps or not what people said that they were. And now you're going to hold them accountable to actually having to do those things. And that's the thing that some people miss when they make these affirmations, um, these resolutions, these assertions that 
there's nobody holding them accountable to doing it. Mm-hmm. Right. There's, there's nobody getting off a plane and coming knocking on your door and saying, <laughs> Hey, it's five thirty AM. Are you up and going to the gym yet? Right. If, if, if people had that, probably a lot of people that would, that would actually accomplish what they said they were going to do. Right. So I, I think that's the first lesson is that people have to go from uh, managing and being successful virtually to actually being physically successful, right. And actually taking action. And, mm-hmm. and, and it would help if you found somebody to hold you accountable to what you said you were going to do. If you can't hold yourself accountable, which that's a whole nother thing. Right. Um, so then you move from that and you talk about anything that can go wrong, will go wrong. Right. And Mm -hmm. I I think in in our immediate close circle of folks on the 13th floor and, and others, um, we realize that since the year started, everybody has major things going on that are to the positive that look like you're taking the right step for the year. And all of a sudden, all these distractions and these things that can go wrong are going wrong. And all of a sudden, you probably start to lose sight of that positive step that you took or that positive movement that was happening. And now you think, oh, man, I just don't even have the energy to dedicate to that. And, and, and now you have an excuse, right, that's going to take you from action to inaction. And you're just going to put it on the shelf. And maybe we're going to start again next year. But you absolutely have it in you to take action man like and that's the thing even us being here tonight that's a perfect example of just saying f it i'm taking action and we're gonna go ahead and get it in not make the excuse of whatever holding you back right uh absolutely and 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 that's the thing is that people need to realize that you just gotta go um It, look, the, the, the situation is never going to be perfect. It's never going to be, uh, it, it's not like, like an airplane taking off where the runway is clear. No, as soon as you start down that runway, there's going to be a tumbleweed that's going to come across. A coyote is going to run across you um, as, as you're trying to drive down the street, right? As you're headed your direction, there's going to be something that's going to derail you. And that is really, look, I don't care what you believe in, whether it's God, um, uh, the universe, nature, whatever it is, it's going to throw something at you to make sure that you really believe what you say you want and what you say you want to do. So it's going to happen. And if you just give up, that's going to say, oh, you know what? Why, why are we giving this to you? Why, why are we making this happen for you? You really don't want it. It was just mm-hmm. something that, that sounded like it was cool to say. <laughs> it sounds good. Right. It sounds good. Everybody's doing it. Right. <laughs> I don't want to be left out everybody's doing it. Um, So I think that's the next thing, but I I, I think the good thing about you going through it is that you had these moments of self-realization where you caught yourself, right? And you realized that you had to keep going anyway. Yes. Right. You still had to manage through it. Um, And that's the part that everybody doesn't always catch. And then even in the part where you felt like, Maybe you didn't catch it. You talked through it with somebody else that was able to say, hey, man, uh-uh, right? So I was listening to uh, another podcast the other day, um, and uh, Les Brown was on there, and it was it was actually some new stuff that he had, which he was still talking about old stuff, but... Um, <laughs> Wait, in, in how the, does that work? 
<laughs> he was kind of talking about new stuff, but still kind of bringing up the old stuff. Um, he used to say that um, you can't see yourself if you're in the frame. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, like you, yeah. like, right. You, you can't mm-hmm. see yourself when you're in the picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, now he says you can't read the label on the package if you're in the package. Oh, so the old, yeah. All right. Old dog, new trick. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but true. Uh, you, you went and referenced someone else that could kind of give you some clarity about mm-hmm. your situation. Right. Um, but let's move on though, because there's again, you make a mistake, you have a hiccup or you didn't get off to the start that you thought you would. And you become more preoccupied with the opinions and the thoughts of others than just keeping your head down and going right because you said and and what you said was in your scenario was the people outside of you and the people maybe above you they have a different perception of what the situation is on ground zero yes that is it i don't know if i'm cutting i don't want to cut you off i think you might be on something major yeah go ahead you're not cutting me off go ahead the the it's two things with that that i realized and part of it is ignorance and the other part of it is fear all right ignorance in the sense that we talk about all the time you talk about it it's a staple it's a pillar on the 13th floor and within carol Cadio llc the knowing yourself you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying so don't the ignorance in like not knowing who you are not knowing your capabilities you know what i'm saying and so the ignorance sets in it's like you forget that you've accomplished so many things or you've done great in so many different areas. You've saved, I've saved so many different projects in so many different ways. Why, why do I forget that in this moment? And then when you get into the fear aspect of it is what you just said, fear of what other people are going to say, think, or do when you're not in the room. And right. that, that was the biggest piece for me because it's like, I have to get so far away from that way of thinking because it is destructive. Like it literally consumes you from the inside out. I cannot, I should care less about what other people think or are saying because if one, if I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, everything else takes care of itself. You know what I'm saying? Not and just then, that. And, and I'm gonna roll right into, you know, so you missed the email, right? And all of a sudden you're feeling guilty. And here is the thing. I think most people that are actually high performers, high achievers, and a lot of people don't even know that they carry that label of high performer or high achiever. When we make a mistake, we do think it's the end of the world. We go from feeling great to feeling like we're going to get fired. Like, why do we even have this job? And most of the time it's just, you, you question yourself. Why do I have this job? Why am I trying to accomplish this thing? Not realizing that your mess up is still better than the average person's completion. (laughs) Say it one more time. Your mess up is still greater than the average person's completion or accomplishment, right? Why so? Because somebody that's accomplishing something at an average level what did anybody learn from that? All they did was something that we expected that you were able to do, right? 
Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're somebody that's used to getting results and you achieve things at a very high level, in the long-term gain, your mess up is going to be such a catapult for you and your knowledge and your learning curve that what you now deliver on the other side of the mess up is going to be five times greater than that person's average accomplishment. Exactly. Right. And, and just for you as an individual, nobody actually has to come to you and say, Hey man, you missed this email. So now I'm going to write you up. No, that would be a waste of time because now what's going to happen with you and emails is that your response is going to be on such a higher level because of that one mistake Mm -hmm. that you're going to put yourself in hyperdrive on responding to emails and probably add a level of efficiency that wasn't there before. Yep. Yep. And I'm already one to like pick up my phone on the first ring or as soon as I hear like I got a special email tone that I know like if it's coming, oh, I need to check that, get it out. Like it just, it just is what it is. Yeah. And, and, and so that's the thing. So w- what I would say for people um, who have already fallen off the bandwagon of what they said they were going to do this year or, you know, it didn't start the way they thought or not start at all is that you still have time to make it the best year you've ever had. Um, it could still be the best year in your job. It could still be the best year in your marriage. It could still be the best year in your finances. It's not too late. We're only two weeks in. Mm hmm right? In a couple days. So Mm -hmm. it's not too late for you to start back up. It's not too late for you to find somebody to hold you accountable. It's not somebody, it's not too late for you to find somebody that is a outside unbiased, uninfluenced um, with nothing. They don't benefit from telling you yes or no either way. Right. And, and for some of you, you, that's the part you got to get past, right? When you ask somebody to give you their opinion, you cannot penalize them for the opinion that they've given you if they're somebody that you have already labeled as a trusted person. Right. Right. Because some of us, we're so scared of the truth and we're so, when somebody gives us that opinion that we gave the, the permission and the green light to give us their opinion, but we react in a way that's not fair. Right. <laughs> oh, well, you don't really support me or uh, you don't really believe in me or you just want me to do things the way that you want me to do it. Um, I'm not like you. Well, wait, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Yeah, that's all the reasons why you came to me, because I'm not like you. I'm different. Exactly. I went through that same thing this week, too. But I, we were able to come on the other side of that and get the realization that the reason that you have the people in your purview that you have is for those varying perspectives. You know what I'm saying? Right. We talk about blind spots all the time, um, you know, in different aspects of our lives, but you know, we want those different perspectives. We should appreciate them because if you have this person, this confidant, you know, it's always, it should always be coming from a place of genuine uh, care and, and love and support. Right. And, <laughs> It's funny because a lot of times you have that reaction because mm-hmm. you already knew it. Mm-hmm. And now somebody confirmed it for you and you didn't want to face that. You weren't mm-hmm. prepared to face that. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. The sooner that you face whatever that uh, that area is that maybe you're not that great or that, area, that, that lapse that you had, um, 
that's the sooner you can make it stronger. Exactly. Right? right? You know, when, when something breaks, there is a tendency for it to come back stronger than it was originally. Exactly. Right? When people break a bone and it has to get reset, a lot of times because, you know, you're now doing the right thing with your body to help heal and you're giving it that extra, those extra nutrients, now that bone comes back even harder than it was before. And the likelihood of you breaking that same bone again is minimized. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing for that mistake or that area of your life where you need improvement, right? That you say you want to improve in, but you're scared to hear where the hairline fracture is, <laughs> right? You don't want to deal with it, right? Wow. Where if you could just get that thing assessed and move on, you'd be so much stronger for it. So, man, look, just, just taking <laughs> your one scenario, right, mm-hmm. for this week, just a couple of days, um, as I said, that's something that most people are going through. You don't have to be a project manager to go through that. We're all project managers, right? That's what we, we, all, we all have our own life. Exactly. It's our project to manage. Exactly. Right? And the sooner that we can get out of managing, managing virtually and managing what's physically real and strengthening that and identifying the breaks and healing them and making them stronger and being able to move on to the next thing, Oh, that's when you stop repeating what your assertion was. That's when you stop repeating what your, your, um, your resolution, uh, your, your, your affirmation, that's when you stop repeating them and you get to the next thing. Yep. It's all about that action, man. So yeah, man, I, I'm very thankful for this week for so many reasons. Like not only all of those challenges and things you overcome because growth is just a part of life. You want it, you, you know, you crave it, but everything else, man, like I was able to, uh build while i was here um get some time to see the city a little bit and it was just a good experience i'm actually excited to come back in a couple of weeks one because the project should be very very close to ending after that um but you know just the the adventure it's crazy it's like it's something new every day it's never boring and even though when you get the text or the email that such and such happened and it's not matching such and such spec you're just like how did this happen you know you get in there and you figure it out and at the end of the day it's not the end of the world everybody is going to go to sleep tonight some people gonna have a harder night's sleep than others but we all gonna wake up in the morning and, and get back to it not just get back to it you, you got a day that you can start all over again yeah Start all you, can, you, you, you can decide to change your outlook and, 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 and what the current perception is the next day if you are so blessed to get it. Yep. So walk in that light. That's it. Yep. That's it. I wish I was. I, I do kind of wish I was here next week, though, because it's uh, all-star week for uh, hockey. I see the banners and stuff up all over uh, downtown. So I know it's going to have a bunch of stuff going on. Oh, okay. I ain't no hockey fan. So you'll see. Hey, hey, you know, you never know what, what, what you run into different set of people. And that's the thing. Some of you, if you want to experience life in a different way, you're going to have to expose yourself to different things and different people. But look, we ain't going to drop all the jewels on people tonight because we can just keep going. Cause apparently I'm just in that mindset today. <laughs> There it is. So if you want to get connected with us, make sure you follow us at 13th Floor, please, 
on all the social media platforms. Get with my man, Coach K, Carol at Carol.com. You yep. can also get with him on Facebook at Only Carol. Where's the other one at? No, nah, it's Carol Cadayo on um, Carol Cadayo. Facebook. IG is at Only Carol. That's what it is, yeah. At yeah. Only Carol on IG, Carol yep. Cadayo on Facebook. Yep. Mortar Consulting, DJ, we miss you, man. Stay safe on that road. Stop, st- stop texting and driving. DJ Barry, be fresh. I got to shout him out, man. He got a major movie dropping tonight, 12 o'clock. That's where he's yep. at on the red carpet and stuff. And yeah, if y'all, uh, if, if y'all hang around long enough in the credits for, um, for Bad Boys 3, um, maybe you'll see Barry B. Fresh appear late, real <laughs> late in the credits. <laughs> yeah, we got to throw him up there. Ian Adams, that's what you're looking for. Yeah, we threw the gunman out there. Go get him. And phase on, man. I don't know where you at. I texted you a little while ago. I ain't getting no response. So we about to send the APB for the uh, BFBG. Yup. I think that's it. Uh, Carol, you, I mean, you've been talking all night, bro. Do you have a, a very special message to end us off? No, nah, man, I don't have a very special one, man. Just tell the people, look, something, something real special is coming um, from the 13th floor. Y'all know it when you see it, but oh yeah, see, I, I think we're gonna have to save it one more week because Barry B. Fresh not on a podcast, so I gotta give him his just due. I don't know. We'll talk about it in the in the corner office. Nice. <laughs> there it is, ladies and gentlemen. We are done here on the thirteenth floor with the furniture and always the best for the views. Welcome to where the furniture isn't always the best, but them views, they are amazing. 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 Amazing.